Welcome to Slingstones, a podcast with insights for the Christian journey. Before we begin this week's episode, Healing Care Ministries would like to remind you of the Formational Prayer Training Seminar in Columbus, Ohio on June 21st through the 24th. For more information and ways to register, please visit HealingCare.org. And now your host, Terry Wardle. Father in heaven, we pray in the strong name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that your presence would guide us, that we would experience the ministry of the Holy Spirit as we share this time together, wherever my friends are right now, at home, washing dishes, seated at a table, in a comfortable chair, driving in the car, sitting outside, wherever it might be, even to my friends down in Ohio City that are probably getting ready for bed. I pray that God blesses you richly this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So Sharon and I just got back a week and a half ago from a trip out west where I did a couple seminars and we spent some time with our two granddaughters out there and my son and his wife and had a simply wonderful time, one of the best times we've ever had. We also did a formational prayer seminar and a seminar going deeper up in Divide and I loved doing both of those. We came back. And we went back to our church. And as we walked into church on Sunday, we were all ushered downstairs. We usually have church upstairs in the sanctuary. We were ushered downstairs, and there was this amazing breakfast that we were all treated to. And then we had what they called vocation Bible school. (laughs) Vocation Bible school. And it was an emphasis on the difference that we can make in our city, and through different vocations to really advance the cause of Christ. It was great. And the speaker, a guy named Jeremy Harrison, just did a tremendous job. Now, at one point, he put a scripture up, and it was a very familiar scripture. It comes out of John 15. You know it, the whole idea of abiding in the vine. And I'm sitting there, actually kind of in one of the front tables, and I'm looking at the screen, And while the whole scripture is there, I feel my eyes and my heart focus on one particular part. The scripture was, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. It was that last phrase that just grabbed me. Apart from me... You can do nothing. Now, normally, I would have simply thought about the ministry implications of a scripture like this, but it grabbed me much more, and I began to really think about other things that are true regarding Jesus and what he's done for us, what difference he has made and why he would say, apart from me, you can do nothing. And so one of the first things I began to think about was creation itself. Now, we can go back to Genesis 1 and we realize that the God had participated in the creation of everything that we know in the universe. But then I began to think about John chapter 1 and it says this, 
he was God. This is verse 2. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. And I, I began to sit there. I, I, I really, I was still listening to the wonderful presentation, but I could tell my mind was really going over the fact that, I mean, just the fact that I can do anything at all, right or wrong, small or great, is related specifically to Jesus. Apart from him, I can do nothing because apart from him, I wouldn't even exist. Because he was part of the very authorship of creation itself. And so when I begin to think about what I want to do during the day, whether it's something that is recreational or something that's creational, something that is work-related or rest-related, I don't often just stop for a moment and realize that whatever it is that I'm considering, if it weren't for Jesus Christ, I could do nothing. I believe it was Carl Sagan that once said, Something to this effect. If, if someone ever tells you that they baked a pie from scratch, remind them that they'd have to create a universe first. That it's impossible to create anything from nothing. That the ingredients to be able to bake a pie are already there. But you know what? I, I'm right now looking at my hands, my arms my legs, and I'm realizing that apart from Jesus and the part he played in creation, I could do absolutely nothing because I wouldn't exist. And that's true for every single human being, even individuals right now that aren't thinking of the Lord at all, who may be even doing things that are not in line with the way of Christ, they should consider the fact that if it weren't for Christ, they wouldn't even exist. They could do absolutely nothing. But you know, that thought goes on because there are some other scriptures for example, in Romans chapter 8, that talk about the fact that it is Christ and his spirit that's giving life to our mortal bodies. That there's an animation of life that is linked directly to God. I know I've mentioned the passage in Job before. I think it's in Chapter 32 that talks about that the very breath within us is the Spirit of God. Are we not aware that when God created us, human beings, the story of Adam and Eve, and he, he brings, if you will, the dust of the earth together and he breathes life into Adam. And then out of Adam, he creates Eve. That Jesus was totally a part of this. And so that's got to be part of what he has in mind when when he begins to think about or begin to say, if you will, apart from me, you can do nothing. 
Do you know that it even talks about the fact here in Romans 8 that the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It doesn't submit to God's law. And those who live in that realm cannot please God. So that means that we need to be flowing in the life of the kingdom, which brings us directly, absolutely directly, to John 15. When Jesus says, apart from me, you can do nothing, he says, learn to abide in the vine. If you want to be productive in this world, if you want to make a difference for the kingdom, if you want to be used to change lives as a healing presence, then it becomes extremely important that you are abiding in Jesus Christ. In a way, what that means is that you go back home to the very place of your original creation. See, John 1 is saying that. That Jesus was part of creating us in the first place. And now what we want to think about is the fact that when we are abiding in the vine, spending time with the Lord, not only are we recognizing that our very life is the result of the ministry of Christ, but that if we want to participate in changing lives, in moving forward with the kingdom, then we want to spend more time abiding in the flow of Christ. It's almost as if we recognize Jesus created me in the first place. So these hands, these arms, this flesh came about because of the activity of Christ. But now, in order that I live a life that's not hostile to God, I want to abide with Jesus and take that a step further in order that my life can be a life that bears fruit. And that's precisely the topic that was right here in John chapter 15. See, Jesus says to his followers, remain in me, abide in me, be deeply connected to me, and if you are, you will bear fruit. You will have offspring. You will be a fruitful person. And then he goes on and says, and in that you will find joy. I would argue today that no matter who it is on the face of the earth, now or whoever has walked the face of the earth, owes their very existence to Jesus Christ as a member of the Godhead because he was so involved in the creative process, as it says in John. But we can then go a step further, and that is if we learn to abide in his presence, to spend time with him, to worship him, to walk the way of Jesus, the way Jesus walked the way. 
we not only begin to experience that intimacy, but out of that intimacy, we experience a fruitfulness. And out of that fruitfulness, we begin to experience joy. And now you understand, I think, why all of a sudden, looking up on the screen, I see that phrase and it grabs me. And Jesus said to my heart, Terry, apart from me, you can do nothing. And because we all want to do something, something that matters, something that lasts, in our case, something that advances the kingdom, then let us follow the admonition of John 15 and abide with Jesus. Walk with him, talk with him, pray to him, ask him the questions that are on your heart, worship him, give him praise, Mark yourself by the sign of the cross. Let it be known that you recognize that not only is Jesus at the center of your life, he is the very force that gives you life. And as that force moves through you, it can change other people. <laughs>